0: Good evening and welcome to Football Bloody Hell On the show tonight discussing the issues of the weekend, we've got Paul Thorpe Rookie Hyatt Oh, Brummel! And, returning after a quick while now, Mr Roy O'Brien. And I should be trying to keep him in order. Well, good evening everybody. Welcome to Football Bloody Hell. I thought you were going to say the bald one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, yeah, I should have done that, should I? Yeah... <laughs> <laughs> And back, Welcome by, and... Uh, back by uh, popular request, we got Roy O'Brien as well. Hello, Roy. Hello, everyone. Everybody's here. We're all here. I'm here. OK, let's get going then, chaps. Um, I <gasps> guess we've, we've sort of got into the habit now of talking about Yeovil Town first, so I think especially bearing in mind they actually won a game on Saturday. Um, great relief to everybody. We ought to start with, with um, Yeovil Town. Now, the one thing I've noticed is they seem to be adopting a a policy of having two out-and-out wingers, and I love having out-and-out wingers. I think getting chalk on their boots is the way to go. Um, what do you think, Porphy? You saw them on Saturday. It was a good game, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, after the first twenty minutes, I think the first twenty minutes um, uh, they seemed to sort of like not want to press as much as what we would wanted them to, especially being at home. But um, after that, as soon as they got there, you know, they went one 0 down. so they got their equaliser. It was almost like... Wow, we can score. And um, and then I thought they were outstanding. And yeah, having that width, I think, is certainly, um, certainly helps. I think think the Old Town play better with wingers.
0: And uh, who stood out for you in particular? Um, Well,
1: obviously, Fisher, To You know, finally, we've got him down the middle instead of like doing all the channel runs. I thought Chisori uh, Johnson was outstanding uh, right back. Um, and he, he put in one fantastic cross, which, which obviously we scored from. But I just thought his energy down that right-hand flag, overlapping, a bit like the old style, was uh, was outstanding. And um, I, I gave him, personally, I gave him the Man of the Match Award. But, um, obviously, I know that the reasons why Fisher got it because obviously two goals and shame he didn't... Uh, his hat trick with a penalty, but um, yeah, overall um, a, a good afternoon and lovely to see us get three points again.
0: Did you think that the you know the fact that he got the two goals was definitely down to the fact that he was hanging about in the middle more than coming down the channels?
1: Absolutely, you know I've been saying for for a long while now he, he does a lot of a lot of running, but all in the wrong areas, you know. And um, finally, he stayed down the middle. And it, 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 admittedly, one was from a um, from a free kick. But uh, to see him just playing, you know, a bit like an Alan Shearer, you know, just straight down the middle and, uh, you know, if people put crosses in for him, you know, uh, I think the lad can, can score goals. But, um, you know, we don't really need him to do all the channel running and um, he just, you know, if he just stayed in between the edges of the 18-yard box and held play up, because he can do that and then bring the midfield into play, then they can get it wide and get crosses in. I think he'll score some more goals.
0: Right, Rick, what do you think?
2: What Thorpey said. We discussed this. Thorpey came in, uh, did the commentary last Tuesday, the riveting 0-0 draw, and we're talking about Alex Fisher then and saying that you know he needs to play within the width of the penalty area rather than going searching for the ball everywhere. And uh, low, that seems to be what he's done, and it, and it's worked. And it's good to see him getting some goals because he does put a shift in. Well, he
0: will be coming on the show soon? So we better. We'll be able to question him about that in a couple of weeks, anyway. For certain, um, Royston, have you been to see your team lately?
3: Yeah, I was there. I was there on Saturday. Um, yeah, and it was it was good. Like say, I, I. Funnily enough, I've been to a few games this season. I haven't seen him lose, so um, it, <laughs> it, was, it was good to see. <laughs> <laughs> I've been I've been seen to a few draws and stuff like that, but yeah, um, I would say like like say what. what both the lads just said there. I thought I, I, picking up Fisher because of that's what, what the what the manager wanted him to do is, is playing that kind of eighteen-yard box area. And I've seen him play before, and, and he is running the channels, and and it's it's taking him away from what he wants to do, and and it takes away from the other wingers as well. It's because you're 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 vacating your own area and going to some someone else's area, so you're kind of doubling up in the wrong areas, but. I thought his hold-up play the other day was... Like like Thorby mentioned, the first 20 minutes, it looked like two teams that were afraid to make a mistake. Um, yeah. And and then, from where I was standing, or where I was sitting watching the game, I thought their goal was offside. The first goal, their, their yeah. goal was like four or five yards offside. Yeah. Um, and I think it kind of... I thought then we started to get the ball down and kind of calm it down a little bit. It, it was... Like I said, the first twenty minutes was one of the centre halves. He just kept lumping the ball on the play. I thought we need to get the ball down because they're for the taking. But um, but yeah, it it was overall. I thought it it got the crowd behind them as well, Um, and it it was good. And Fisher done very very well. And like I said, getting the two goals was fantastic for him. And he could have had a couple more as well. Um, But yeah, I, I thought overall the last 70 minutes of the game, they, they did well. I thought they did do well. Defensively, strong. I thought Hunt at the back was... I don't think he lost a head or anything of like that. I thought, he was, I thought he was really good.
0: It seems as though, defence-wise, there's really not been any criticism, hardly at all, of the defenders anyway in the last few weeks. I mean, there's been quite a lot of criticism flying around, but not about the defending. So... I guess uh, if if he's got something sort of up his sleeve now for the uh, attacking side of the of the pitch, then I mean you know this guy Louis Britton apparently likes scoring goals for fun, so uh, I should be looking forward to seeing him. And um, Anthony Giorgio apparently is is a bit of a magic man with the with the ball as well at his feet, so we can look forward to that. What do you reckon, Will? You've uh, you've seen this Glovers fairly recently.
4: Well, so I was listening to the commentary the other day, and the thing that I noticed was the the crowd noise changing. You know, in the past it's always been negative. Um, you know, the supporters don't seem to just it just took a couple of goals for us to score, and then the the crowd's on our side. You know, it's and that's to me what it's all about. If the crowd's on your side, you you become more motivated, more confident as players, um, and that was a noticeable thing. I, I can see that Mark Cooper's bringing in more players. And that Giorgio, I heard, he does seem... Well, he sounds good on the commentary. I'm relying on the, the guys there selling it, t- saying how it is. Um, so, I, so I don't go to Yeovil very often now, but I, you know, I think I'll give it a go in the next few weeks just to see how they're doing. But it's a great start. you know. Obviously, Mark Cooper has been making an influence. And you say, players are still coming in. And if Alex keeps scoring goals, and as you say, if he's playing in the right place, and the the service is given to him, or he's you know, he gets the ball, then we'll score more goals. But it's the crowd noise. It just it was so uplifting to hear a positive crowd rather than the negative crowd, and that's all it takes. Yeah, you know. a few goals and a win. Did you so notice that, Thorpey? Well. Uh, sorry, say again.
0: Did you notice the crowd?
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. As soon as they started getting, uh, getting behind them, him. There was a, a a big difference for me, a big difference, and uh, you can see that in the team's performance. I think there are certain things I agree with uh, Roy uh, definitely about the back line. Um, Max did really really well. He just got one little problem. He gets caught very easy with a long ball straight over the top of him. Yeah, so he just gets needs to be. Rather, yeah, he just needs to be a little bit side on. His body position needs to be ch- changed a little bit so he can he can.
3: Put, yeah, and I also the, the two centre halves don't pivot very well. Out. But it's recognising when the player of the opposition is on the ball, what he's going to do. As soon as he gets his head down, you know what he's going to do. He's going to launch.
1: Yeah. yeah.
3: So you've got to read that straight away. And if he does that, because he's, he's... I mean, he's, he's a big lad. He is a big lad. And, and aerial power, he's very, very good. But he could make it a lot easier for himself. He can come on and bring the ball down in his chest if he reads the game better. Yeah. Uh would come. I mean, he's... But I, I I thought, yeah, he was, he was... He was decent the other day, yeah, yeah. I think also, uh, Matty Worthington now, Diaz is not there, has,
1: has really benefited with Josh Staunton next door to him because Josh is a real thinker of, of his, his, his own passing ability, you know. And, and now we've got Britain coming in to help out with Fisher. I think it gives an option of the four four two with Britain and, and probably Fisher up front, you know, because then the, the uh, you know, and I to- totally agree with what you said with because if Fisher's going into those channels that's closing the space down for the wingers to start attacking. Yeah. And also on the closing downside. So, you know, to get in more central, um, you know, and then one of the wingers just going in and pop, he's on his own, which he was. Nobody was going in there to help him out. Um, yeah. But um, I think that, it, you know, with Britain being there, hopefully that gives them an option of four, four, 4-4-2 or even, you know, three five two, And, you know, then you've got the, the wingers there anyway. Like So
3: uh, it, gives, it gives more credit to the gaffer as well it's like he's come in and it's as a footballer i mean if it's you get simple instruction it's easy to follow and and he's basically his point is every every time he has an interview he wants to get the ball wide he wants to get Fisher in the box he wants to get people in the box that that's that's simplicity that's yeah. it you just got to basically do that then that's the thing get the ball wide and then if you're not getting it wide can we use central players like Staunton in the middle? Can you use those link-up players with the, with Fisher then as well? Because if he's in the middle all the time, he's always something to hit. That's yeah, it. and he's a big lad, and I just think simplicity sometimes is is key as well for for a manager coming in to to get his point across. And, and I think yeah. everyone can see it because the, was it the third goal came from that. The, the yeah, wide. It was brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Good goal.
1: But they're, they're we also, we can't, we're, we're just not sitting side. We're not that team where, you know, the first 20 minutes where he, held, he wanted a line across the middle, and he thought, yeah. well, let him pass it around, let him pass it around. doesn't work for us. It just does yeah. not work for us. We've got to be pressing. We've got to be high. And if that meant the, the odd chance we, we give away, you know, I'll accept that because uh, that, that, that that that's just the way it is, unfortunately. If you're a bit more pressing, sometimes you do give the odd little chance away. But... I think that we are a far, far better side. Um, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, when we are pressing. You know, I, I like, I like, um, Giorgio. Um, yeah. I he
3: just think that
1: it, I think the lad on the other side is a, is a little bit inexperienced. And I, it's you know when he just runs in, takes one on, then wants to take another one, wants to take another one on. Sometimes you just got to, again be simple and just say right. I'm going to knock it past him and use, because he's got a men's pace, yeah. just knock it past him and then whip the crossing. Yeah. And if they're not in
3: there, there's nothing he can do about it. Exactly. But there's something then to work on, isn't it? It's recognising that. What yeah. And, and that's why Fisher's up there on his own. Like, he's in the middle. If the, yeah. If the cross there, then you, you, you could be pointing the finger in. Right? Yeah. Saying, well, wait mm. a minute. So, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, that's good. That's good at least uh, you know it's it's a positive move we we we've, we've, we've uh, come come back and won a game which we haven't won many of them this season that's for certain and it certainly looks a little bit more so the the confidence is back and there's there's an air of optimism around the place which hasn't been evident for some some number of weeks now really so i hope uh, i hope i'm right in thinking that it's turned now at last so uh, mind you having said that we've got notts county on saturday away which is not going to be an easy game is it so. It's, a,
1: it's a free one for us, isn't it? Because you know, going up there, we're expecting to get beat, aren't we? So yeah. um, we've got nothing to lose. We can go there with a, with a free free knowledge that we're expecting to get beat. So why couldn't you know? Why can we not get? They no. Nobody thought Brentford were going to go to Man City and get get the result they they did. You mm. know what I mean? So that shows you what football's like. And and, and Roy will tell you he's been in situations gone. Gone away with, with not much hope, and you come away with the result, you know. And um, uh, so that that's what football is. If you're prepared to work hard and do the right things and play as a team, which is the most important thing, play as a team, you know, then then you've always got that opportunity to, to uh, pick up a point or possibly pick up three points.
3: Yeah,
0: definitely. Right. Well, moving on. Um, there's a big story breaking. Well, it broke yesterday <laughs> evening late and it's, uh, it seems to be gathering pace. Um, I must admit, I am very, very disappointed that uh, my man, Cristiano, has taken the action that he has. I really just don't understand quite what motivates him to do this. Um, what do you reckon, Rick, you're a United supporter?
2: Why would anyone talk to Piers
0: Morgan? Well, yeah. <laughs> that
2: was his first mistake. Yeah. Was it talk talk of in, in the press of, of an old has been making excuses in his interview with Cristiano Ronaldo. Mm. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a resignation letter, isn't it? The thing that, that struck me today is the snippets that they put out, because it doesn't go out until, well, just before we go out. It goes out on Wednesday, doesn't it? I so, think
0: so, yeah. yeah.
2: But some of the snippets they've uh, released about how United haven't moved forward, how there was still the same equipment there as the last time he was there, that's called being owned by the Glazers. And that's what's happened. He's just reflecting the fact that if he can go away from that period of time, come back, and those leeches have put absolutely no money into the football club, it hasn't moved forward. And it's a direct uh, comment, I think, on uh, on their ownership. And also, he was, it was uh, one of those signings. Wasn't it? They, they, United couldn't not do it, but at the same time, it hasn't worked out. So, And he didn't get his move in the summer, and he's having a bit of a sulk. And all he's doing is tarnishing the reputation that he did have. So, the sooner he uh, finds somewhere else to play, the uh, the better probably. Before he does two, does much more. But the United are, are um, taking legal advice at the moment as to, to what they can, how they can react in an appropriate way. Finding the bloke a million quid, which is two weeks' wages, is not really effective. So, uh, it'd be interesting to see how it does go. Two weeks' wages. <laughs> yeah yeah that's what he's on mate
0: but it, it it it's it's a sad way to see him go i mean you know he won't play for united again in my opinion i think that's it now um no, he he, won't. he's he's you know he's uh, burnt his boats now but you know what what a what a sad way to go for such a, a talented player who's who's you know let's face it he has been one of the best in the world and if not he, the best in the world um but to finish like that i think it's very sad really what
4: do you think? Well, well, he's not a stupid man, is he, Ronaldo? It makes you wonder that maybe it's all part of his plan to leave Man United. Gives them excuse to get rid of him. Yeah, but you know, nobody wants him, him though, do they? Well, it just seems ridiculous that you know for him to say these things and really mean it, and and not to have thought about it before he went on Piers Morgan. Seems, but he's he's an intelligent man, you know. He's <laughs> It just seems very naive if he's done it without thinking, you know. I, I, don't, I don't know what his motive, what is his motive, you know. it's He I could have kept he, quiet and just got on with it. He's, you know, you say he didn't do a lot for your team, but he scored a lot of bloody goals, didn't he? So, you know, he, he got you into the Europa League because of his goals last season. So, Yeah,
2: but this season's a season too far. He's, if you've seen him play, well,
4: the shadow, yeah, poss- possibly the shadow possibly.
2: of what he was even last season.
4: Maybe maybe it's just an arrogance of him, but uh, I just find it as you guys, you Man United supporters, it it goes against how you think Ronaldo would be. It just seems a ridiculous thing for him to done. You know why? It's it's obviously he got a book coming out, but he don't need the money, so why do it? He could have just left gracefully. It just seems a very strange, naive thing to do.
3: I think it's a realization of. He's coming to the end. And I think that's his realization as well. And and a lot of people are thinking that. Like Ten Hag, he ain't stupid. Ten Hag ain't, ain't stupid blow. So to for him to I just I just find he's frustrated, he wants to play, but he's probably not I'm not saying he's not up to it because I expect he, he can still play, but to the what can I say?
1: To the levels.
3: Pace the yeah. levels, you know, the pace of that. So to do that, week in week out, maybe twice a week because of Europa League now as well. But I just think it's it takes a, a big toll. I reckon it's a t- big toll on his body, and I think that's a frustration. And because he's so used to being at the top, and now I think he's gone the wrong way about it. Because he could he could have gone gracefully. You know what I mean? He could have just could have quit. He could have gone somewhere else, but. The club weren't allowing, uh, willing to let
0: him go with it. So, what do you oh, think, Thorpe? You you sat up there and didn't said much. What do you reckon?
1: Well, I, I've had my hand up for the last five minutes. You, you don't seem to be seeing it, like.
0: That. No, <laughs> so, I, I just ignore it because you go on too much. Oh, okay, that's, that, that's true. Yeah. That's <laughs> no, true. No, no, come but on. What, what do you reckon? Well, one thing I, is,
1: listen, he's he's definitely thought about it. You know, he's got his media. The manager, I expect, uh, dealing with all that side of it. Um, so he's, uh, it's definitely interesting the timing of, of this release because we're obviously getting close to the January transfer window. Um, so I think he's manufacturing that side of it, you know, and to be to, to be done in the way that he's done it, is really putting, you know, the V's up to the manager. He's press is pushing the manager to get rid of him you know and that's what he's looking for you know so there's will always be there will always be somebody to take cristiano ronaldo um you know he was you got to remember he was man united's top performer last year with the goals he scored and um without those goals it would have been a lot worse uh, for manchester united and um uh i just think it's time for him to go i Hope the fans realise what he's done for the club instead of what he had, you know, this last little, you know, a uh, few months, six months. But um, I think it is time for him to, to leave, um, whether they can cash in him. But even even if they don't cash on him and just cancel his contract, they're going to be saving a shed load of the money in his wages alone. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. the
0: thing is, though, does anybody? Re- you you keep saying he'll go, but I mean, I don't. I'm not sure anybody's going to buy him. I mean, they've had an awful awful of ch- chances to buy not him at, in the last not six at the level months. Got it to play. That's mm. the biggest.
2: Nobody who is playing at the level he wants to play at and thinks that he should be playing at is prepared to take it. Yeah. so he's either got to accept a step down in level, There's a step down in everything. He's he's nearly forty. For it,
3: it,
2: yeah, but it, what he's they, done
3: now as well? Would you want him in your team?
2: It's not covered uh, in glory, is
1: it? No, no, he's he's not. You know, listen. All these big players uh, uh, have got an ego with it as well, haven't they? Like, so it's, but uh, people will still take him for the flair that he's got. Maradona had an ego as well, you know. Messi's
2: a and the, mar- the one. marketing as well, Thorpey. That's the other thing. Whoever takes him straight away, that's the leading shirt that they'll be selling next yeah. season. Oh, yeah. yeah, It's going to make a few. Quid he's, quid. he's worth a few quid in that. Respect. Is, is worth millions, isn't it? So yeah. just the fact of
1: Man United, you know, just getting rid of his, his wages alone, you know, they don't need to sell him because that would be releasing a lot more money for 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 um for their squad, which which but, to be honest with you, it needs building. It's like Liverpool, you know, nobody's got a squad like Manchester City. You look at Manchester City's squad. We said it time and time again. It's absolutely phenomenal, right through on the bench as well. You know, that's what the likes of Liverpool, Manchester United, and all the other top teams. Arsenal have got to
0: try and emulate. You, you talk about You talk about Liverpool, though. Um, Thorpey. I mean, uh, Manchester City. rather. You know, who would have thought Brentford would go to Manchester City and win? I mean, oh, what's a result! Just think about that. Yeovil I mean, Town really were against, playing.
4: Uh, we're teams, playing mate.
0: Brentford anyway. Uh, what three, four years ago we were playing Brentford at Wembley. Yeah. And look at it yeah. now. We're in the in the National League. And they're in the in the Premiership, beating Manchester City at Main Road. Man, i on oh, you know, against Man United first game of the season. Second game,
3: wasn't
2: it? Four 0 Yeah, four 0 <laughs> They like they like, like the Manchester
1: clubs.
0: They? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But you know, good
1: point, good, good point, Roy. I
3: wasn't going to mention it, <laughs> but
2: come back to ground now for, now, for another five minutes. You
3: mention <laughs> it every week. <laughs> go back to Ronaldo though he's got the World Cup coming up and not he yeah so he could have a hell of a World Cup and then what man you know you're going to do then
0: yeah but is he going to play he's in the World back. Cup I mean is the, is the uh, Portuguese manager going to pick him oh
1: yeah I think oh, he's definitely, definitely going to pick
3: him he's definitely definitely yeah I would he's, say what, he's what,
1: definitely what you've got to, what you got to remember is that Ronaldo's uh, uh, has created the level at such a holiness that even at his age now. One, I'd love to have that body. This <laughs> is one hell of a body. It's one hell of a machine. Do you know what I mean? You know, And it can still perform at a fantastic level. So even if he drops his level, of, of uh, actually drops down a little bit, it's still going to be far higher than a lot of the players that are out there anyway. Yeah, he may not have the pace that he's always had, but, God, he's still fast. He's still hella fast. He's ruthless in his finishing. You know he's got the brain, uh,
0: uh,
1: the the, and the experience. So why wouldn't he want to pick him?
0: Oh, but, exactly. What do you reckon? Well, do you yeah, reckon about, if you're nodding about off about. there? Do you reckon he'll uh, he'll get picked
4: for Portugal? Without a doubt. You know he's 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 still a fantastic player. You know you put the right players around him, and yeah. he'll always score goals. And Portugal definitely. got those playmakers. you know. Yeah, yeah, he will absolutely. Will definitely play for Portugal, won't he?
0: Yeah. Mm, interesting scenario though, isn't it? And that takes me then to Gnabry. What a goal! What an entrance! Fantastic on Saturday, uh, yesterday. I mean, United didn't play that well, but he certainly did. I thought I was surprised he'd been dropped. I don't I don't know why he did drop him, but uh, what do you think, Rick? Uh,
2: he's a work in progress, isn't it? He? He's exciting. Yeah. And he has it's it's funny that the, since he's made his debut in the, in the first team the thing that you keep hearing about is his attitude the manager said it uh bruno fernandes said it in the, in the interview after he made his his first appearance and the thing is you need the really great players have that bit of devilment about them he's not going to settle for playing second fiddle to anyone for whatever reason his own reasons his own self motivation you'll get a performance out of him and it's similar to That is a parallel with Ronaldo at a certain age. but he just rated himself and and backed himself and went for it, and it seems that that's what Garnacho does as well.
0: Hmm.
2: So he's he's a breath of fresh air. He's got (laughs) a longer United future than Erlanger has, anyway.
0: What do you think, think, Roy? Sorry, right? What do you think? Did you did you see the game?
3: Yeah, I did. Yeah, Um, yeah, was um, yeah. He looks he looks like an exciting prospect. I must have bet. He did like his pace just to. even get beyond the defender to, to score the goal was was frightening. But uh, the ability to play before that, but yeah, he's he's only a young boy, isn't he so yeah, he looks he looks he looks good. He looks very good actually. Hmm. So, uh, yeah, it must be good. It'd be good to have players like him and a few more like that as well to get get your pace because pace frightens people. Pace frightens people massively. Didn't it yeah. used to
0: frighten you, Roy? No, <laughs> oh, I had a bit of pace. Well, <laughs> yeah.
4: no, what do you, does, does well, what does. Do you did reckon, John? Did Ganache come through the academy or so? Or has he yeah. only been there a year?
2: No, he's come through the academy. He's come through the age
4: groups. Glazers mm. have got something right then. Do you want to, right, you want to, to buy him that. for West Ham? No, no, no. We only sign rubbish, don't worry.
2: <laughs> he's not Eastern European so he's probably Moisey won't be interested yeah. uh, exactly
0: <laughs> anyway moving on me. moving on um, one thing that I did notice: is VAR I mean I felt that was an absolute cert penalty when he was taken out what's the feeling here did you, do you agree with me who
2: when
0: Ganaccio just before before the goal he no. was taken you didn't think it was no it wasn't Nah. No. No? I wasn't. No penalty. Maybe I'm no. too biased and I thought it was a blatant penalty myself. Yeah, you are. You <laughs> may <laughs> Oh, well. Anyway, moving on. One of the
2: ones we put in the cupboard, Roy, don't talk about. <laughs>
0: um, next up, we're going to talk about Liverpool because they didn't do my friend Nathan very, very much um, good on uh, Saturday. But, I mean, what a great story. Nathan Jones, manager of Southampton. What a great story. Yeah. yeah,
1: absolutely fantastic. Really pleased for him. He deserves his chance. I hope he's learnt from the uh, Stoke experience, and um, and he needs to be nice and firm up there. I mean, years ago I actually said that he's definitely going to be the uh, Wales manager at some stage, and I think this is a great progression for him. Um, I hope it works out for him. I hope they give him some money and the tools to be able to do his job. Um, he's extremely entusi- enthusiastic about um, his coaching. Uh, he is a fantastic coach, and um, I really hope that he has uh, all the luck up there. The team into because at the moment they're, a, uh, they're around about seventeenth, eighteenth, didn't they? So anything if he can get them into the top ten, I think he'd have done a fantastic job up there.
0: Do you think? Though I was remember Gary Johnson once said to me that you know it's it's a it's not that bad taking a job any job in, in, in football management if you take them at the bottom because you can't really go any lower. So, you know, effectively, in theory, you should be able to go one way and that's up. Do you think he'll he'll achieve that? I, I
1: certainly think that um, he's got the tools in his coaching. He loves coaching. So, you know, and he's very, I said before, he's very, very passionate about it. So if he's got the right people there, the right pros, um, I really do believe and he can get them. And they, it's like we said the uh, We've said time and time again, people of the pros have got to buy into his ideas. They didn't buy into the last manager's ideas too well. And to be fair, I think they look very, very stale. And it was only, it was you know the right time to get rid of him. Um, Nathan's very. They'll see that passion. If they see that passion coming through from him, you know they they've got a, and they buy into it. They've got a real chance of uh, turning it around. Yeah, do, do I believe he can do it? Think he can get him out out of the stuck this year. Next year would be the important year for me. Hmm.
4: Hmm.
0: Well, I mean, Roy, you've you've worked with him. Obviously, you know him well, same as I do. I mean, he's he's certainly got the passion to get him going, hasn't he?
3: Well, say years and years ago, when he was still playing at Yeovil, he was um, he started helping out with the Yeovil ladies, and it was just his his passion then, his, his, his instruction, his attention to detail with the Yeovil ladies. He was there as a kind of an assistant. And it was—it was just looking at him and how, how particular he is with what he wants, and and it just proves that it proves that he, the passion is there, he, his, his knowledge is there. I mean, he's he's played how so many games has he played, and he's played for under so many managers. He played abroad, so he's got such an array of experience and knowledge. Um, and for him to do that, and he, like Thorpe touched on earlier, he went to Stoke. But Stoke were that kind of squad of players that you could have put Guardiola in there and, and nothing would have happened, I don't think. It was just, they looked like a bunch of individuals that didn't want to listen. Mm. And it, but he went back to Luton and then he just turned it on at Luton again. So because they trusted him, they, they bought into what he wants to do. And you don't just climb up a, a table by fluke. You climb up a table with, with, with a pretty much a whole plan of what they're going to do and what he wants. And he, he's portraying, he seems to portray that across to his players very, very well and they buy into it and, and they're effective. And hopefully he can do that. And I, I think he will do it. I just think he's he's got that, that, that. I think he'll have the back of the players behind him. And, of course, he's
0: he's got um, Chris Cohen with him as his assistant. And yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, Chris was a was a good player, and if he's a, anything like as good a coach as he was a player, they'd make a good dream team, won't they?
3: But he was, Chrissy Cohen was just—you could just see—he was like he was like a kid, like he just loved football. You could see it. You know what I mean? He was just, just loved it, and that—that's how he. I reckon that's how I haven't seen Chrissy coach, but I, I would just imagine that's what he's like. I, I, he just his his passion for it is is there, and Jonesy, Jonesy is is um, he's a tough bloke. I mean, we we've been away on stags with him. You were there, when you thought we were with yeah. stag, but he's so he's so disciplined as well. Like he didn't he didn't come out one. He just he's so disciplined, and that's what he's like. He's he's um he knows what he wants, and he's um he's definitely. The shepherd, he's not the sheep. Uh, that's the thing, and that's not a good thing to say about a Welshman, but <laughs> it's true. Yeah, uh, it is. Really amazing. He's, he's a good personality. Yeah, he's a ball leader, isn't he? He's a ball yeah. leader, and
1: those type of people go into management. And uh, you know, he's shown that if he's given the right tools, and and the, and the people buy into it, that he can deliver a very, very, very strong um, football inside. I think this is also on the back of, of of Luton Town doing well in the cup games against high opposition. Yeah. You know, and um, I think it's been really well noted. And uh, you know, when you sort of see the likes of uh, people even going up uh, up against in that Southampton, Southampton job, you know, I think his interview would have been very, very. I'd love to have seen it. His interview would have been really interesting. And I think that's what's got him the job.
2: I think nice I to up. see a British manager get a job as well. Get a yes. Premier League job rather than yes. it going. Villa and Wolves both appointed Spaniards, and it's it's just nice to see uh, a British bloke getting a go.
0: Yeah, Yeah. and you know his his fitness levels will certainly stand him in good stead because I would have thought you know he would want to get involved in training and he would want to he want people to lead by example and his fitness levels were absolutely unbelievable, weren't they, Roy? I mean, he just he's just unbelievable. He was
3: ridiculous, didn't he? He didn't he? Do the half marathon here and he d- he came third. <laughs> he never trained, yeah. third, and a
0: half marathon. third. yeah, because yeah. he did it with Skivvo and Skivvo was from 25th or something. I don't know, but uh, he certainly couldn't keep up with Jonesy, that was for certain. No, no, I
3: told him he was
0: like a machine, honestly. He was a machine,
1: yeah, he was. Roy, 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 do you think he'll uh, teach them the exaggerated step over? You could do it, yeah. I've been
3: on the end of <laughs> one or two times. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I love that when he did that. is oh. no, he's, he's, um no, I wish him all the best. I really do, and I think he's he, he's a football man, and uh, that's uh, I think that's the big thing about it. I know Premier League is completely different kind of fish, but like he's I saw his interview with Sky the other day, and he said that's one thing since he went into management it's, it's what he dreamed of doing, and now he's he's there, and I think he'll stay there. I think yeah,
0: he, will. Well, he I should know. get a
2: good go because uh, Southampton don't tend to get two crosses if you lose nine
0: 0 no, 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 that's true. enough. Well, I thought I, I thought him, Liverpool could have been a little bit more, um, you know, helpful and not sort of beat him three one. I thought that was pretty, um, pretty, you know, unsociable really. But uh, what do you think, uh, Will? You got any thoughts on it
4: on Nathan Jones? Well, I remember him playing for Yeovil as a left back. Yeah, full um, yeah. back. and he was a brilliant player. He was one, He always felt he was unflustered. You know, he just had plenty of time. He, he, you could tell he was quality as a left back. And it's proven he's, as a manager he's got quality as well. And going to Stoke is, will obviously have taught him a lot. You know, it's part of his learning curve. And, you know, he would have learned something from it. And he's been given that other opportunity to go to a higher level. And I've got every faith in him being successful. You know, you guys know him a lot more than I do. But I, I just remember him playing. He was he was a bit different. He was he was more of a, he seemed like a more thoughtful player. Um, so him being a manager is no surprise to me, you know. And I wish him every success at Southampton, you know. Yeah. And, and as Rick says, it's a it's a a British manager, which is great. You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely so. Um, yeah. Right. Well, now you're all. Well, I say you're all, but certainly we've got two ex professionals amongst us. I want to know during you know when we've had the world cup before and it's been in the summer the world cup is played everybody finishes they go on holiday for a couple of three weeks then they do a, a pre-season of three or four weeks and they're presumably fit to re- to restart the, the the season this time it's different um how do you see it all playing out because you know quite they, they finished on Saturday or Sunday yesterday and um, as far as we know now, the whole World Cup starts next weekend. You know, it's it's all so different. I mean, Roy, you're an ex professional. How do you see it working when they come back? I mean, they're back on, you know, on the weekend or something, and then they got to play the next day.
3: That's what I mean. I, I mentioned to you. It, it's, I suppose it's not too bad if if you're if you're knocked out. I mean, obviously you don't want to be knocked out, but it gives you a few weeks break, or you probably go straight back to your team, but. For me, as a player, if you go and win the World Cup, you come back to your team. The last thing you want to do, really, you want to, you want to, I would say, celebrate because it's the hell of an achievement. Yeah. Um, and to have that, and like during the European Championships and the World Cups that were like the times that we're used to seeing them play, I thought it was a kind of the law that they have to have a three-week break or a four-week break, and after it and to rest. But no, this this is a I just think that it could mess up a lot of teams to be quite honest going into the Premier League next season or next season after the World Cup I think it could uh, impact a lot of teams who are up the top oh. um, it could it could bring a lot of teams closer together I think um, because you're going to have some really tired players because I can imagine playing in a World Cup was quite intense
0: yeah yeah Rick what do you reckon over in Qatar
4: it will be intense yeah Uh, Was that meant to be a joke?
2: Play on words, sorry. Do you really want my opinion on the World Cup? I think I've made it abundantly clear. Whoever wins this World Cup, it just occurred to me that whoever wins the World Cup, it'll be a little bit like uh, Liverpool's Premier League win. It'll have a little asterisk next to it because it's not really a proper one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're so biased. For it. No, but for, for, forget about your thoughts on on the sports, yeah. and all that But we understand that, and I think everybody agrees 150 percent with that. But the, the, but the point is just purely on the playing side. You know oh, how right. how are the players going to cope? I mean, especially if they get to to the how the, the, how you know, will the,
2: it be different to a normal season because you'd be playing during that period anyway.
0: Well, one would so, assume that the whole build-up is going to be more intense than an ordinary season would be home here.
2: Uh, you'd, you'd think so. But then again, the people have got... There are some a lot of countries. I'm not sure that England, England are one, but a lot of them have got friendlies this week, haven't they? Mm. In that preparation for the World Cup. I don't see that it's going to make that much difference because it's come in that sense, other than the fact that the conditions that you're playing in and the... Fact that it's an it's an intense competition, but I mean generally it's the time of the year when players are playing anyway. You give players time off after World Cup if it's a summer one because that's when they they're playing when they would normally be having time off.
1: I think yeah, but Gareth no, South... the... sorry, oh. I was... no. no. just going to say I think Gareth Southgate's got uh, the biggest issue for him is that he hasn't got them for probably a month before. Yeah, it's the um, pre, isn't it? They're rather all, than yeah, they're, all, they're, all,
2: they're going almost straight into. Yeah. They got a friendly game. Yeah, I'm not they, sure England. I know a lot have this week. England yeah. Been, got, this, t- this time next week, England will have uh, played their first shambles against Iran. Yeah, so
1: they've got hardly any time to actually work on anything or, you know, but, yeah. They, you know, and, and and don't remember, they've come off the end of, of a terrible run of, of games, you know, uh, in actual results wise. So they really do need to hit the ground running and, um, you know, it, the first game is going to be critical. Yeah. Just
2: a thought, just a thought, with that in mind. You can guarantee when he selects his first first team for the World Cup, yeah. it'll have Sterling in it, it'll have Pickford in it, it'll have Maguire in it. Three players that people have questioned. But then if he's got a lack of prep time before the World Cup, surely it makes more sense to pick players that are familiar, the, that are most familiar with the way that he wants them to play rather than trying to have to explain everything and blood everything into, into Madison or somebody else who's come into the squad. That's why he's gone for those players. They're horrendously yeah. out of form, but they know his system. Yeah, but he's, he's constantly been saying he's playing, going to be
1: playing people in form. That's what but he's he's never saying. done
2: that. He's never done no? that. He, he always says that and then comes back to Sterling could, Sterling's leg could fall off and he would still probably be one of the first <laughs> names on the team sheet because he trusts him. Yeah. But he, you know, he's, he's not going to be at the whim of the, the general public and pick whoever's flavour of the month this month. He's going to... He's going to try... And it is that thing, is it? Everybody says, oh, Southgate's football is so rubbish, but then last tournament, last couple of tournaments, it's been effective, so people get behind it. It's all right when you're winning, playing that way, but he's going to get a lot of stick if it doesn't work. Really? Especially
1: if he if, he, if he makes the group difficult, because, like, you know, this, yeah. this group, least, they, should, they should be literally running out winners. I mean... The the actual like game against Wales at the end should be, you know, for me, should be the one that the who determines going to be top.
2: Yeah, you'd you'd think but, it was deciding. Re, it was top re- realistically,
1: top. America is a difficult game, difficult game, but they've both got the capability of winning that game. The other game should be a formality to them. Again, they got to the World Cup, but in stature and experience, they should be both winning that game. So, it really is down to uh, down to the Welsh game. Now, if, if England don't perform in the first two and it's, it's dependent on the Welsh game, woe betide us. That's all oh. I can say. Woe betide us. You wouldn't know, we'll want you to be think, in a fight Roy? for that wouldn't what, what do you think? Because I, 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 they should be walking out. If they're going to win the World Cup, which I don't think they're going to, but if they're going to go anywhere close, they've got to be winning those first three games. Simple hmm. as.
0: Winning, too, of not
3: of are we going into to, to the next to the next round? Roy, you What do you go think? Go. Yeah, I, I think I think Thorpe is right. I think the first game, I think that that should be setting the tone really of what they what they're looking to achieve. I think is it Iran is it Iran Iraq?
2: Yeah. Iran first game.
3: I think that that's got to be a win. It, it, I, and I think it's, hopefully it's a convincing win. Um, that's coming from an Irishman, but but like it's, it's a World Cup for a reason. Um, they've all qualified. It's going to be they're going to be tough. The USA get games going to be tough. So yeah, um, like I said, they got some decent players, but whether they the other thing as well is the, is the heat, what time of the day is, is the games and all that kind of stuff as well. So. Um, yeah, it's going to have a massive impact. Uh, but I think going into the going into the tournament, their run of form is not the best. But look at Euro '96. Alan Shearer wasn't scoring goals, and look, at, he ended up banging in goals for fun, and England got mm-hmm. to the semi final So you just don't know, dear. Do you? you know, really get there and see how happens. See what
4: happens. Well, I think. Well. Um- I was, I was just wondering about going back to the um, fact it's in the middle of the season, What ha- how do players feel and what happens. You know, it's like a pre-season. There are a lot of players who play in the Premier League that aren't going to the World Cup. So how, how, do, they, how do they exercise through the period of the World Cup? Because they're not going to be playing games. They're just going to be training, going into training on their own.
2: There are matches. United have got two in Spain. I think
4: most clubs right. will organise.
2: They'll organise games for those that aren't there. Yeah. Because Erling Haaland clearly needs a rest.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Just quickly, um, the championship is on hold. Yes. For the group games. Right. And what about Division One and Two? None of them on hold then.
0: No. They're playing. No.
4: Right.
0: So the National right. League. And the Championship
2: yeah. goes back, like I say, after after the group stages,
4: right. which is
2: where the majority of the Welsh squad... I, I mean, I don't mean it meanly, but I mean that they've got a lot of players who play in the Championship, so their clubs are going to be without them for a little bit longer.
3: Mm-hmm. Man City alone in Harland to Yeovil. <laughs>
0: Do you reckon he get a game? I must have missed that one, Roy. <laughs> <laughs> his
4: on his, he's on his own, though. He's on his own.
0: Yeah. yeah, mind you, you spend most of the time in the hairdresser's probably getting his hair done. Uh, um, yeah. but, mm-hmm. but there you go. Um, we'll probably get on with some of that. Just wanna just wanna put in a quick uh, uh, shout out for Josh Butler and the boys. I know it's not football, but my God, they certainly did well yesterday. A um, little bit edgy at times, but you know, fancy uh, you know the I see that the fifty ball um, variety and the. 20 ball varieties. It's brilliant to be world champions in both of them, isn't it, really? Overs. Hmm? F- Overs. Yeah, that's what I said, didn't I? Yeah. yeah.
1: Fan- fantastic achievement. And yeah. um, at that, any level, becoming world champions is, uh, is an awesome experience for the guys. And it, uh, it needs to be applauded. We don't do enough of this in, in England. We really do need to get behind them. I cannot believe it. On Thursday, they've now got to play. Their, um, they've got a, a, a set of games against some Australia, not
2: they? Australia, yeah. It's, hmm. it's funny that England are the 50 over and 20 over champions. Two formats that the ECB have decided to pie off in this country, so that they can uh, promote the Tatty Hundred that nobody else plays. <laughs> so, uh, well, well done, England. Despite your governing body, you've managed to turn around and win the double world champions.
1: Yeah. And that is that's amazing. Double world champions as well. Fantastic. Fantastic.
4: So, uh, yeah. Going back to it's the World to Cup, see though. A big crowd there as well. Isn't it? A big crowd at the final. It's brilliant.
0: Eighty, eighty thousand. And half of them more, than yeah. half of them are Pakistanis by the look of it. Yeah. Wouldn't it? you know? But going back to the World Cup a minute. Um, are there any players in the selected uh, group that you surprised that are there? And are there any players that you think uh, should be there but are not there? Um, Let's start with you, Rick.
2: Thorpey, who am I going to say shouldn't be in the England squad? (laughs) Go on, save me saying his name. Henderson. Correct. What a waste of a selection. My mum's fit. She could have played.
0: (laughs) Anybody else, Rick?
2: Apart from that, it's pretty much... I mean, obviously, uh, Tony's got to be gutted and Gareth's got to hope that the two weeks of season that Callum Wilson is fit... Coincide with
0: the tournament; otherwise, he's knackered. Hmm. But, but that's, uh, that's
2: the big one. I would, I would definitely have taken Tony.
0: Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, certainly. I mean, the fact that he did what he did yesterday or Saturday, whatever, um, certainly makes Gareth Southgate look a little bit. Uh, well, you know, oh, I will not say sure. can, silly can, yet because I, because I don't know.
1: Can, can I ask? Can I ask you, Man United fans, then? as Man United yes. fans and as yes. England I
2: supporters? Would you have taken Harry Maguire? No. Uh, for his own protection? On social media? Possibly not. Because it doesn't matter what he does. If he gives the ball away and three or four phases of play later, England can see the goal, your little social warrior is going to be blaming Harry Maguire. So he's in a no-win situation. Do you think he should start? I think he will start because he'll, play, he'll go with the three and he'll play as part of that three. I'd be surprised if he doesn't. I mean, everything screams that he shouldn't. But I would, knowing the way Southgate sets his teams up, I'd be be very surprised if he doesn't play.
0: Yeah. Would you pick him then?
2: Maybe you should. Thorpe. I wouldn't take him.
0: No, neither would I.
1: As far you look at what the game is all about, stats now, and if you look at the stats, um, you know that he shouldn't be going. He simply should not be going. There are far better, more uh, re- uh, rewarding players in the Premiership at the moment. Um, you know that that should be going. And one of them used to play for Yeovil.
0: What Dan, Dan Burn? Yeah, Dan
1: Burn's stats are absolutely crazy. Mm. You know, and 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 it's unbelievable the fact that when he was at Brighton, they even played him at wing back, and his stats. Mm were 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 amazing the guy is the, the guy is unbelievable his determination um has, has shown right from the moment he signed for newcastle the determination and the energy that he has shown has been nothing but all ama- well amazing and i just don't understand why if he's with if if they're looking at stats and they're looking at, at the players who are playing well how maharry maguire listen Harry has done all right for England. He's done okay for him. But his one problem is he will not get tight to a player. He will go backwards instead of forwards in his defending. And I don't think that that will isolate him and that would cause England problems. That's one reason why they won't, they won't play. I'd much rather see, um, you know, uh, Connor Cody play. You know, and he's not playing for you know for for a team in great form at the moment. But I think his form has been as such, where I, I think that it's been good enough.
0: So
3: better than Harry Maguire's.
0: Roy, you're an ex defender. What, what do you think?
3: I I just think you've you got to take players that are playing um, week in week out for their teams, and like I say, people who. You, I, I, when you're playing you, you're not playing for a long time you, you're, you're so rusty when you come back yeah momentum can carry you through but this is another this is another kettle of fish this is a World Cup um, yeah. my surprise I mean another he's a, he's a great player don't get me wrong but I believe Calvin Phillips is picked for England isn't yeah, yeah. I
2: mean,
3: he's played he's got three he's played three substitute appearances for Man City this season that's yeah. it and he's in the squad and don't yeah. get me wrong, he's, he's an exceptional player, but he has not played for a long time. So, while you're bringing players, surely there's, there must be another player in the squad that you think, he's been playing week in, week out. He's fit, he's, he's up to up to speed with games, but he, I, I feel sorry for Calvin first, because I, I think he's a fantastic player. I'd love to have him in, in any team, but this is a World Cup, and I just think... He was a surprise pick for me. Yeah, and it's the trust, isn't it? He had a great European Championship, yeah. but that—that's—that's that's a few years ago. That's do you know what I mean? That's mm. it's that it was me. Because if I'm an England player that's playing well, week in, week out, and I'm not playing, you, you just think, what's the point? What is the point of me, even? That, that's the thing. You think at the pinnacle of your career. Same with Tony. I mean, Tony, I think the, the lad's a goal scorer.
4: Mm.
3: He was a goal scorer. I like you say, Callum Wilson. Don't get me wrong, he's a very good player, but he's not a Tony. He's not gonna get you he's not gonna get you goals. Well, he probably ended up scoring five or six then in the World Cup, but you never mm. know. You never know. But i I, I thought Tony was gonna to get in there. I thought he deserved it a little bit to be fair. But well there's so many players out there that are or
4: they're well, but they, they're not even thought about. It. Well, um, so what? Um, I, I sometimes think politics comes into it. Uh, you, you know, you take, take players who say, Man City player, Calvin Phillips, he's going, um, Brentford, they're minions. You know, they shouldn't have players, they shouldn't have internationals playing for them because they're a small minion team. And I think sometimes that comes into it. If, if, if if Ivan Tony was playing for Newcastle or something like that, and it's the same situation, I wouldn't be surprised if he'd gone. But he's playing for Brentford. You know, they're they low down in the pecking order when Neville Southgate looks at teams to look at in order to pick players. You know, it's I know it's slightly different, it's that's how it probably used to be, but now everything's in your face. But I think that comes into it. He should be going. Ivan Tony is a bloody good player. You know, not just a goal scorer, He's good with his feet and everything. And he's not going, and he's taking Sterling because he's a high-profile player playing for Chelsea. Oh, he should be better. He should be going, and that's what's happened. You know, he's. I think Neville Southgate's bottle went. You know, is that Gareth? Gareth.
0: You've got a bit of a problem with oh, Gareth yeah, Southgate, haven't you? It's not Neville Southall. Not it's Gareth Southgate.
4: Scarlet. Gareth Southgate. Garry Southgate yeah, you yeah. Like who's Neville Southgate? Neville Southgate. Southgate. <laughs> Neville Southgate, Neville Southgate? Southgate. <laughs> oh, well, one of the Southgate family. <laughs> you know, that's he just, it's just easier for him to take someone like Sterling rather than Ivan Tony. That's how see, I look at if, it. See, if,
1: if you if you take it on form as a as a defender, I don't know what Roy thinks as well. The question for you, Roy, is is Ben White. Ben White's been absolutely amazing for us.
3: Oh, brilliant. Absolutely outstanding. I mean, he can play a few positions as well, which is even
1: better.
3: That yeah. can play.
1: Um, he's, a, he's, a, he's a fantastic... You've got Kieran, Kieran Trippier at the back. John yeah. Stone's been in amazing form. Sure, Luke Shaw, to be fair to him, is, is coming into a little bit of form.
4: Yeah. You
1: That's fine, Yeah. You got Eric Dyer in there, who's who's an out and out central defender, who, who is almost there. Like, but I mean, you know, the one person, you know, again, they those players should be walk,
3: Ben White should be walking into that side now. Yeah, that'd be funny. You know, we haven't touched on the subject yet, but he's playing in the, the top of the league. They're not conceding many goals, yeah. and he's a, a nope. biggest, big factor in it as well. It's a huge factor in it.
0: Well, again- okay. More- we're getting close to the yeah. end of our time, boys, but I just want to chuck one very quick one in, if you can tell me. Graham Potter. Is it is it Graham Potter's not as good as we all thought he was, or is it that Chelsea are not as good as we all thought they were?
3: I think it's the latter. I, I think Chelsea are good, but I just think he, he probably he can't get the right formula of
2: players yet. Um He's giving every option a go, though, isn't he? He's changing formation and everything yeah. every game. Yeah, but it's nice players. Had, that's the thing. He knew what he had.
3: They yeah. worked. but the, this is it. You know what it's like. It, uh, you, you see it every day in the paper. Premier League players. You're dealing with you're dealing with a player, but you're dealing with you're dealing with egos. And I think, Puppet <laughs> the, public, the public didn't have that. At Brighton, but he has now. I mean, these are huge players, huge, huge players at Chelsea, in terms of recognition and and what they've done. But yeah, they, it's it started well, but it's um
0: going a little going a little, a little bit bell up, be isn't it? Anyway, listen, Chats, going? we we've we've run out of time now, unfortunately. So. First thing to say is thank you very much for joining us and spending your time discussing football. Roy, thanks a lot, mate. We'll have you on again very soon. Rest assured, you don't say I'll do it twice to me and not get, a, get only get one invite, so you'll be back soon. Um, Will, thanks a lot, mate. Speak to you soon. Yeah, be later. thanks, old dog. Are you playing for Holland tonight or what then? <laughs> <laughs> no. Anyway, thanks for coming My on. Pleasure. And Rick, My thanks pleasure. for coming on, mate. Appreciate your time. No
2: no problem. Could you do me a favour next week? What's that? Can we get Neville Southgate on?
0: Oh yeah, I'll give him a ring. I'll give him, I'll give who, who him a is ring. Neville <laughs> oh,
2: you know you seem very well acquainted with him.
0: <laughs> anyway, thanks very much everybody. Um don't forget, we've got form. full match commentary on Saturday, Notts County versus Yeovil Town. So uh, please join us at about 10 to 3, and uh, hopefully Yeovil will keep their winning run going, but uh, it's a tough game for them. But in the meantime, thanks for joining us on Football Bloody Hell. Ah, it's all a bit of a rush now, but thank you for joining us, and goodbye until next week. <laughs>